If you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch is probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our tubes to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. This November 19th, 20th, and 21st, come on down to Bulldog Event Center for the inaugural Manitoba Loud Music Awards. It's Manitoba's first award show recognizing the local talents of loud genres. All nominations and awards are voted by you, the fans, not a self-appointed panel of judges. Don't miss live performances by Dammit Jim, Seventh String, Silverwater, and many more, including a special reunion set from Inflicted. Tickets are on sale now, so get them while they last at loudawards.com. That's the Manitoba Loud Music Awards, November 19th, 20th, 21st at the Bulldog Event Center. If you miss out, you'll probably still hear it. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Okay, welcome to Witch Police Radio. Uh, one of the things that I think listeners probably um, know is I like to try and get as as diverse as far as genres as I can on this podcast. But Winnipeg has a few areas where it's very strong. I mean, uh, country music is a big thing here, punk rock, and hip-hop. And, and when it comes to hip-hop, I've tried to be as... Um, talk to as many different people as I can from different eras. I mean, the sound that's happening now in Winnipeg is very different than the sound that was happening 10 years ago, and that's different than what was happening 20 years ago. And for me, my introduction to Winnipeg rap really came in... uh, at the earliest, the mid-90s, probably more mid to late 90s, and I started getting into all the Peanuts and Corn stuff and, and groups like Mood Ref and everything. And um, But I know there's a lot of history before that that I'm just not personally familiar with. And the guest on this episode is someone who has been recommended to me time and time again as the guy to talk to when it comes to that early Winnipeg rap history. And so I'm really happy to have you on the show. Uh, I'm really glad we can have a conversation. And I think the best way to start this off is if you want to just introduce yourself and maybe just give a bit of background about what your history is in the local rap scene. My name is Bunny Lester. Most people know me as DJ Bunny. I've been in Winnipeg. I was born in Jamaica originally and I came here as a kid in 19, in the 70, mid 70s, 74. And, um, you know, like, so I, education in high school year, I, I did... Uh, 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 electronics, mechanic, and stuff, the usual and all, but always into music from when I was a kid in Jamaica. Yeah. I go back to my mom telling me, my mom, I remember she hauling me as a kid to concert show. Um, she even took me to Bob Marley and the Whalers before I even know who Bob Marley was. Yeah, yeah. And I had to ask her when I was older, and she told me, Oh, yeah, I used to work. Because she came from a area next door to where Bob Marley and them go to school and live and she would see them as boys in the neighborhood starting off their music and all that so when they start getting into music she was a fan and would take me to the concert and stuff like that so anyway forward to uh 74 when we moved to canada went to school um start getting into the music thing you know just doing uh, community community parties basement parties and stuff like that and just start DJing on my own, just learn stuff from what I uh, pick up and see what's going on around. As well as when I was a kid, I yeah. have a, um, who was sort of like an electronic genius. He built his own amplifier and sound system. Cool. He's a Rastafari musician and DJing, and he even built a pirate radio station. <laughs> so this was embedded in me from when I was like, four, five, six years old, because he used to have me in a shop, yeah. where his electronic shop and his uh, music and his building and stuff. So I was interested in music from way back then. Like, you know, so when I came here, I just still have that fire burning in me about the music and stuff. And then hip hop was like, 
uh, like when I first came in 74, it wasn't there yet. But, you know, the funk, the disco and all that kind of music and the soul music, the part, the stuff that we couldn't get here in Winnipeg. I was getting it from auntie's uncle cousin who would go to the state and come back or go to Jamaica and come yeah. back and bring back reggae 45s and stuff. And that keep me, my music, my music sense just play music and i'm old enough i'm not gonna tell you my age but i go back where a track was I, I remember recording on my mom's a track that she bought and i put a piece of tape over it like she bought the store bought like a kenny roger or something like yeah, that yeah, yeah i would take the tape and i would put tape over it and plug it in and she bought me a recorder a track recorder too so it was all ways into the music stuff and dj and stuff and all that and i would say mom this is what i want for my birthday and all she remember bought me an a track recorder i was that's how old I am going back. I used to record it. I used to be my mixtape on A track. This was 70s. So as a kid, yeah, that's what I would do. I mean, the family would have like the, the birthday party, um, you know, house party and stuff. I end up being the DJ playing for the aunties, the uncles, the cousins, and everything. And so so that's how I started getting in it and uh start hooking up with people like-minded who want to be doing that friend. That started doing it and going to the local club back then. We had a little club called uh, on Broadway um, called the, the Kigor Discotheque, where all us little 14, 15 year olds used to go. And it was exclusive because back then Winnipeg was a rock and roll town. Sure. The only place to hear anything funk, soul, rhythm, reggae was at this club. So we would go to this club. And we'd have our own little group where we'd go and party and play music and DJ. And I got to drop this guy name. I don't know if you're aware of him. His name is George Lakewish. Okay. He had a television show on VPW Channel 11. Started in the 70s. I think he started at 78 or something like that. And he used to do a show called Dynamite Soul. He was one of the first to start showcasing funk uh early rap um um that kind of music so they call it back then and all that disco yeah. and he had a show if you're going back in the record uh, it was called vpw 11 channel 11 it was called dynamite soul so he had an half an hour television show in winnipeg here on channel 11 at the time it was a community channel then he used to play uh the music that you couldn't get nowhere else and so I used to be watching him and we used to DJ together at the, the discotheque and all that. And we get into the music, but he was one of the first, even before I even start getting my thing going. Yeah. So if you get a chance, get that guy. That, that, that must have been huge for you, for people around that time though too, right? Just to have access just by turning on their TV to hearing all that stuff. Cause like you said, it yeah, was a rock yeah. and roll town and that, that type of thing wasn't what they were going to be able to pick up on the radio or anywhere like that in Winnipeg, right? Yeah, so George would give us kids who went to that scene uh, uh, a place where we can hear our own music and stuff like that. And to the store and get it. So it was always imported, and we would ch- trade it music. You know, I would get a lot of reggae, and st- reggae music and stuff from when my family go back to Jamaica and coming back and bringing the, f- the 45s, and would trade among us. Uh, another uh, friend of us, he would go to the state, New York, spend some time down there, come back with some records, and we'd trade our own record or have party and would have like our own setup uh, when we doing parties, one guy here, one guy doing the, the disco, one guy doing the funk, one guy doing the soca. You know, it was the collective friends from different islands and different places. And we come together as a group and put our music together. And that's when we start doing the parties and getting noticed from people coming to the community parties. And because they know what music they were going to get. They know what they, what where to get that music that they want. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't a 
I was going to say, I think it's cool that the whole um, sound system culture from Jamaica ended up spreading all over the world and everyone has sort of taken that that idea and turned it into hip-hop and turned it into, you know, in the UK, it's turned into, like, jungle and stuff. And then it's turned, uh, just from, like, this t- this tiny island, taking this this culture of, of, of DJing and of playing, you know, uh, parties and, show- and outdoor shows and things like that has just become this worldwide thing and it's gone so many directions, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. So now in Winnipeg... Uh- uh, we start getting noticeable from a house party and stuff like that. And we start having bigger house party, bigger house parties till we get to the stage where we need to take this outside. So yeah. we start renting halls and banquet room and stuff. And, you know, every once in a while we would do a big party, mostly like on a day, like this weekend, a weekend, Sunday night, long weekend. And then we eventually move it to the boat cruise. We start oh, cool. doing big uh, uh, boat, uh, River Rouge, the paddle wheel boat cruise. And every long weekend, up the boat. And there was another guy. His name was, we call him, his name is Ken Watson, but we call him Funk, Grandmaster Funk or Funk Funker Short. He, he, he has since moved away to BC. He was one in the group that used to DJ with us and put on some of all these good, these uh, uh, parties and stuff. And especially the boat crews, he, he started um, doing the boat crews. There's another fella there just before us, even before the music got into hip hop, when it was still funk and disco in the seventies. Yeah. And his name is Craig. I got it. I got to give credit to all of those masters who was slightly there before me. 
and his name is Craig James. So I can't let this dude out because he was even doing the boat cruise, that style of boat cruise. But it, back then he was doing it. It was so quiet then, not too many people knowing it. So when we started, just the younger ones, just after him start coming down the scene, we started expanding it out, doing it in parks, getting the music out more go to the parks and dj or uh you know putting on the boat cruise the gigs and all that and so the music start getting out there now and all that and then we get to the area of a block party we used to do block party in the parks and stuff cool and then people would get around and come and check out the music or whatever you know we just hang out in the park and then we hooked up with parks and recs a couple of times asked for permission if we can do this every summer and all that and they allow us to do block party in the park so we used to do a block party at vimy ridge yeah and then bob marley passed away bob marley or our country man hero yeah, yeah. so we want to give him a you know like a big uh on honor him in some way after he passed away so we came up, uh, us uh, guys came up with uh, uh, a concept of why don't we do something to honor Bob Marley with one of these block parties. So let's, uh, we talk it out with Parks and Rec and agree. They gave us the, the space of, uh, and said, you guys could do it at Vimy Ridge Park. And so uh, this was 81, 82, 80, when Bob Marley passed Yeah, 81, away. yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, we decided, how about this year we do the block party in honor of Blockorama? So we were calling the block parties then. Yeah. So we started it out that way. And that's when, before that, well, you probably know a guy named Jerry Atwell. He passed away a few years ago. I have to put his name in it because he was probably one of the first ever guy to ever do rap in Winnipeg. Mm -hmm. Because he's a... He's a uh, master musician and he was always into band i used to go out and check his band i had some friends in the band too like another guy named keith young was a keyboard and you know you probably know um breeze ian right sure. i know so, he is yeah yeah, yeah 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 he used to be in a band with jerry and all that they used to be in a band called back in the late 70s or early 80s and they would play funk and soul and r&b and jerry atwell was actually the first one we start rapping when they were doing live music and live shows in the bars. Yeah. Gary Atwell was one of the first one to try it in Winnipeg. He was, well, he was doing Rapper's Delight. So it was like sort of the first rapping that I'd ever done, especially to a live band in Winnipeg. And so I want to put his name to, you know, give the people who was there before me. But now back to us when we started doing the black part, the block party and we decided, yeah, rap, it was around that time when rap was, you know, still doing good. And then some of his new uh, forms and different styles start coming out and all that. So we start having uh, guys who in Winnipeg, like everywhere else, want to involve in the rap music. Yeah. So it was one of the first group to do it as a group. And um, one guy was uh, Jimmy Jam. That was your DJ. And he was one of, you know, one of our circle we used to DJ. And there was one named um, Charlie, and um, uh, I, I can't remember the other guy's name right now. I'm just having a brain fart. But <laughs> he started a band. They started the first rap group in uh, Winnipeg at the time. And so we involved them because the, the, the block party had developed in like a show and like would have uh, artists or uh, up and coming artists from any kind of genre would invite them to come. We put up the stage, set up the yeah. stage. And, um, so we have an entertainers there. So we include reggae. It was, it was basically a, a, a sort of coming in to be, a, it, when it started out, it started as a block party for everything, kind of a little bit of every music, but we passed away. We honor and Bob Marley, we kind of, form it so it becomes like more of a reggae yeah. with a little bit of hip-hop a little bit of pop and different caribbean music involved but we start focusing us towards reggae music so but we had hip-hop and stuff and um yeah we uh first the the first uh block party that uh, as i would say hip-hop would be um um the first hip-hop uh uh, show was these guys um, at uh, the 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 Blockarama, cool. the first Blockarama. 
like I, I remember Blackarama being at the Forks. That was many years later when they moved it to the Forks, but yeah, uh, yeah, that was the first ones I went to. But I definitely have heard of, of the, the history of it and everything like that. And it's very cool that that was connected because I mean, reggae and hip hop have obviously natural uh, roots in common, right? So I mean, it makes sense that that yeah. would be sort of the the platform they would use is to get on a reggae show and 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 perform there. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's basically where I would say like the first uh, group. Of, of hip-hop since we're going into hip-hop um uh started out in winnipeg so you know uh, hip-hop rap music has been here from early 80s yeah a uh, group uh, a lot of people i know a lot of people um not really uh don't know us for that outside of winnipeg i know people in winnipeg know that yeah but it's yeah it's been from early and you know we have different groups over the years i'm trying to pull up the thing because i'm just I'm just my brain is not hitting. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Stuffs just pull up some stuff. Well, what do you yeah. think is the? Um, I mean, obviously, a lot of the stuff, especially as years have passed uh, from the early era of Winnipeg hip hop, is not all that well known. As you said, especially outside the city, right? People in Winnipeg who are really into it tend to uh, do the research and, and find out about all these guys and everything. But um, you seem to be someone who's who's trying to preserve it and make. Uh, keep the, 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 the history going. I mean, I've seen you've posted videos on YouTube of some of these old uh, TV yeah. TV performances and things like that. So what is it? Yeah. Um, how do you feel about the legacy, I guess, uh, of hip-hop in Winnipeg and how that era has been sort of remembered? Do you think that there's sort of more that needs to be done to get younger people to sort of know those roots and know the history? Yeah, you know, it's the support. The support comes and goes. Um, I mean... Uh, I've seen the the support where was the hip hop culture was really really big and then it dwindles and it, it depends but it, it, the support is there underground support is there at one time we had a big support but uh, yeah there's there's stuff we could do I mean the pandemic the pandemic didn't help sure it. yeah a little bit. But every time I see it revitalize and look like it was coming up again, it just seems like it got hit down or some other something else take it over or, uh, or you know, not much interest around. But we got tons of great hip hop artists here. And, you know, there's a lot of I've seen a lot of uh, some infightings or envious or jealousy. But I mean, I guess that's everywhere. I, but think, so. I, think, if, I think if we work on it a little better. Um, we could do this and, and bring it back or keep it at a, a steady pace where it's known. And um, yeah, we, we need to do that, but it's there. Like there's a lot of new stuff coming out, but, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Still, still, we still producing a lot of uh, good hip hop music and stuff and uh, R and B. I've seen uh, some good R and B artists. Yeah. And it, it's there. It's just bubbling onto the surface. It just need the right ingredients to bring it all out. Yeah. For sure. Well, I think the reason that I, that I asked that too is, is that, you know, Winnipeg, like you said before, is a rock and roll town and there's been so much work done to sort of uh, idolize artists, pioneering Winnipeg rock artists like the Guess Who and bands like that, who they're mm -hmm. everywhere, right? They're, I mean, their names are on buildings, they're on murals and things like that. And hip hop, like you say, is kind of bubbling under the surface. And I, I don't know if there's been the same sort of... Um, uh, large-scale effort to to remember that stuff and it's equally as valuable in the history of winnipeg's music trajectory right i mean hip-hop was such a huge thing uh when it came out just for the world and winnipeg and manitoba has generated so many unique hip-hop artists giving kind of the local flavor to what they do but yeah the th i think there hasn't been as much um focus on them maybe from the right people and hopefully as the generation that grew up on hip-hop is getting older maybe they'll be doing some of the work to to preserve that stuff. i hope anyway yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, uh, we have uh, over the years we have steady hip hop's been steady, steady. Uh, if, uh, uh, you have groups that becomes more known than some. Yeah, but it was always hip hop bubbling under the surface, and some guys take it to another level. Some guys take it as far as they can take it. And but you know, if you want to know some of the, uh, the names from the early years, uh, well, I should mention the first group, um, Vicious Street, which, which is the three guys are talking yeah. about. We put on a first ever concert that was recorded anyway. Like you know what? Uh, it's somewhere either on video or on uh, Kiss 
cassette tape because I used to record everything and all that. Just can't find stuff now. But yeah, I, I definitely want to put out some of that cool. early stuff. And like, you know, um, in um, 80, not 80. Yeah, well, in a late 80, 89, I guess, uh, uh, video on cable access, which is now known as Shaw yeah. Cable, but back yeah. then, um, they have, they were, you know, want to get their program, you know, going with all different kind of cultural events and stuff because community access television. Sure. So you know, they used to advertise about if you want to put on some kind of a program or whatever culturally or whatever. So we were like, hey, why not do something like that? So we went and we started doing a show called Spotlight back then. And we focus on that kind of music that wasn't much available um, back then, all kind of Caribbean music, yeah. hip-hop, funk and stuff. But we would put, you know, the good, like uh, we have everything on a good rock band, a jazz band, a, a, a country singer would come on. So, you know, we didn't make it just solely hip-hop, but that was the main focus of the show. So anyway, the show went, went pretty good. It was... Uh, for its time and for what we were doing, like, I mean, back then it was just people look at it as just a fad, just passing through at the time. Yeah. Or, you know, didn't know, we didn't even know Paul. Well, like I know in, in, in other country or where hip hop came from the state, it was a big thing up and coming. And I didn't thought it was just going to pass. I knew there was something there, but we didn't, Look at it that way. We were just doing it for fun. For sure. So we did whatever we could to showcase what we know and what we do in Winnipeg. And that's what we were doing on the show. And I had some uh, a pretty uh, 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 good uh, people that came through, was talented and do their stuff. Some of them didn't stay in the business. Yeah. We had some DJs on. We had rappers on and stuff. Some of them stays with it still till this day and i could drop name that i'm pretty sure you know like fresh ie sure yeah yeah yeah. he was a young young up-and-coming cat that i saw the potential in and i invite him to the show and there was even before him who was a juno on nomin nomin who was nominated by the juno and his go by the name of taco mc taco yeah, and he was one of the so-called first uh, native hip hop artists back then. But I didn't see as native native hip hop artist. I ran into this guy and he was rapping freestyle to me, and I said, "Hey, I do the show. I want you to come on the show. You're talented." And he ended up on the show. He had a little group that uh, he called Rhyme Syndicate, uh, a take from Ice Cube and Sure, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, Ice T. Uh, Ice T. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ice T. So yeah, um, but him and his brother. Uh, they were on the show and they were uh, a popular guest. They were good freestyler. So he was one of the first guy that even get noticed from the Juno um, uh, um, nominated. And and few others uh, came on the show that uh, still in the business now. And uh, that was what the show was on the hip hop world in winnipeg or surrounding area we have people from different area would come in town or you know um we'd guest star on the show and sometimes i would go places and do shows or do gigs and i was still in, in, in big in the reggae world yeah. from the reggae music festival and stuff so we'd bring on reggae artists and stuff and then i would go to different province and different like when i go dj in different province or different places and i would get guests to come back here or at least get uh performance uh videotape from guests and i would bring them here or, or bring them here for a show like uh to do a, a a night year or whatever or if they're touring across canada we'd have them stop and stuff yeah so we had a, a, a the spotlight show was it was a little show but it was kind of like a pretty important when it comes to hip-hop and stuff like that so we were showcasing uh that music and we we had uh, Michael Williams used to uh, uh, from Much Music used to do a show called Soul in the City on Much Music back then. He we brought him in a few years later. This was when um, the reggae festival Black Around had moved. Yeah, we we were at Memorial Park. And uh, no, the year we moved first before to Alexander Dock because we were after we left uh, Vimy Ridge yeah. Park, um, 
we were looking for a place and we ended up at the, the Alexander Dock for one year. That year we brought Michael William in from Much Music. Cool. And so, um, I mean, I tried to get him on the show Spotlight, but, you know, he was on a contract with Much Music, so you couldn't do nothing other television. But I did do some own video stuff of him, and he did some drops and intro for the show. Cool. And, like, later on, we had uh, uh, Master T, too, did, did that, too. So I had the show going in the right direction, focusing it uh, showcase uh, here in Winnipeg and it's too bad I have more uh, hip-hop artists uh, uh, like you know the thing with the city too back then too there's a lot of hip-hop artists and crew all over the city yeah that was just in their area because I was more in the downtown area and I know the people in, and I would try to get them on but there was people from uh, 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 Fort Richmond, Charleswood and EK and all that doing their own thing Yeah, and of course the peanut and popcorn peanut and corn guys um, uh, and I knew about them, I used to uh, hang out with all those guys too and it, you know I was I didn't get them on the show because they were doing their own thing. We never quite get together well, I would have loved to get all of that. Yeah, We, we were like apart but not all the way together but i would have loved to have all of those on the show but we did what we could to to put the music out yeah oh yeah I'm a rapper DJ, so listen to what I mention. My first name is Bunny, my last name is Lester. Some people call me the Mix Master Blaster. I could chat and rap all the time. And if you think about it, I'm just dropping my rhymes. I got charisma, cause I'm a dude with class. I left all the suckers MC in the past. Yeah, people like to see, hear, or just touch. They said DJ Bunny, you're just too much. But like a diamond on a ring, a glitter and shine. It's sparkling time, bring out your champagne and wine. Sip or taste, but don't you dare waste. Cause my rhyme is sticking to this funky bass. I'm not a comedian, I'm not trying to be funny I'm just dropping my rhymes, y'all Because my name is Bunny Yeah, check it out Yeah, my name is Bunny As opposed to my name is Prince, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, my name is Bunny Check it out, y'all My name is Bunny A lot of ladies there, wherever I go, oh, everywhere I go when I'm up on the show. I'm not stuck up, I don't steal, I don't want to bet, cause I'm a low-key guy from Winnipeg. You compete, compete, or always defeat, never been defeated, cause I'm always in the lead. Situate myself for the conversation tone alone, yeah, when I'm on this microphone. And due to respect, I have to collect, what I write, I wrote, I will prefect. Never neglect, cause I detect. I'm what you want and what you select. So look towards the future all around the world. All you real cool guys and all you sexy girls. You can really deal. You know what I mean? Do you comprehend and understand? See, I'm an original. I'm not duplicate. I'm not Xerox and I'm not counterfeit. Cause I'm real. I'm legal tenor like money. And don't you forget it, y'all. Because my name is Bunny. Yeah, this is y'all. My name is Bunny. Yeah, now, as I get stronger, the others get weaker and weaker, yeah, you see they crumble like crackers, but I'm not here to put anybody down, better yet I help them off the ground, and then I start kicking it, the guys get jealous, cause your girlfriend know what I'm capable of, but that's how it is, and always be, you can call me Bunny, I'm for short, it's DJ B, you know a lot of people diss me, especially one person, first he's amazed by the rap, then he start cursing, he can't take the way that I present my style, give credit where it's due and don't act like a child, you get jealousy, Envy and A, but deep down inside, yeah, you know we're great. If you see me working hard for my money, you know why? Because my name is Bunny. Yeah, I'm the go over by my DJ and let him cut it up, y'all. Because my name is Bunny. Full of yeah, my name is Bunny. Switch turns here, but show them your first attempt. Yeah, busy Shut the pack. 
all the time. But when you think about it, I'm just dropping my rhymes. I'm not a comedian, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just dropping my rhymes, y'all. Because my name is Bunny. Word up, y'all. Well, one of the things I like about that is that the, I think maybe the reason that hip hop has, has survived in Winnipeg and thrived as long as it have is is because of that DIY background and everyone just kind of creating their own scene and creating their own everything about it. I mean, like just what you're describing with that show is it's a very kind of punk rock way of looking at things where the scene doesn't exist. So you just make it and you get all the people who are doing it, you get them together and together you create something. And I think that that has probably continued on over the decades and, and, and kept hip hop as a going as a going thing in Winnipeg because it it still has that kind of uh punk aesthetic in that it's it's all DIY and and people are just making it up as they go along and trying to find their way. Yeah, yeah. So um yeah, it 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 it, it was always there and we try to bring that out and um we always have a uh, new up and coming always uh coming together. I remember uh CBC did a uh uh, a little clip, uh, ten minute clip on national TV about Winnipeg, that scene back then, and it was so raw. And, and um, they did a a, a, a thing on a, a, a DJ named Alibaba who was here back then. He's in uh, BC now, okay. but he was one of the guy in the groove. He's an originally from the state. And he, he was stationed in North Dakota, uh, Grand Forks Air Force Base. And they, all those guys used to come up here and party with us back then. And it was the closest city from where they are in North Dakota sure. to hear any music like that. And a lot of those guys uh, came up here on the weekends when they get their night off to come and uh, uh, socialize in that hip-hop, R&B, funk group, groove, because that was the closest city to, 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 to them to just drive up here on the weekend. So he became involved in the scene, ended up moving here, and he started getting the thing here, and he was a big part of it. And he did that uh, CBC uh, uh, piece with uh, a club um, at the time. It was called Valentino's, okay. and that club was known for uh, that scene, the hip-hop, funk, and R&B scene. And so, yeah, CBC did a, a piece on that. And that gave us a lot of, uh, you know, a cred, rap cred at the time, because that was national. That was yeah. big for for Winnipeg at the time. And, yeah, so we was happy about that. Yeah. What do you think Winnipeg's um, kind of role is? Maybe not role isn't the right word, but where do you think Winnipeg is seen as nationally as far as hip-hop now? I mean, you know, like a lot of time has passed since that era you're talking about. We've had some successful artists. We've had plenty of artists that have stayed local. But what do you think people perceive Winnipeg as as far as as far as far that style of music? I mean, do you think that there's a um, an idea out there of what Winnipeg rap is? Or do you think we're just kind of overlooked still? Yeah, we still um, we still kind of uh, get overlooked a bit, but the people, the, the real hip hop uh, people who are, are real do their homework and all that, they yeah. realize it that you know we have something here and we have it here for a long time. A lot of people think, uh, and some of the other cities and the smaller cities in Canada, uh, hip. I'm pretty sure they had their hip hop thing going, um, but I think we had it strong here. Most of I've met hip hop artists and people from Calgary and Edmonton who came here and didn't know some of the stuff that I I put them on to or show them some of the people and the music that that's been coming out of uh, uh, Winnipeg, and they were surprised. They were yeah. like, "Man, you know," and, and some of them have a little bit of insight from. Uh, uh, networking back then from knowing people and all that, that Winnipeg of all a a real strong hip-hop slash funk R&B bass, you know, here, a good bass here in Winnipeg. But yeah, uh, we still don't don't get 
the credit. Like we and people didn't take chances. Like there was group in, there was group here that could have go big time if they were in another city. Yeah, but because of Winnipeg, that kind of thing just keep us back just a little bit. Because you know you still get every once in a while I'll go somewhere and I uh, I remember when I used to DJ other places and all that and I put on a, a, a I used to play tons of exposed a lot of local stuff when I go DJ in different province and stuff. And people would come up to me and, where you get that from, New York? Nah, Winnipeg. Yeah. What? <laughs> That's Winnipeg. I go, Winnipeg produce. Like, yeah, produce, written, perform, and from Winnipeg. Yeah. Like, yeah. So people were still surprised that. And I said, this was like, this was recorded back in 82, 83 or whatever. You know, this is not new stuff. You know, this has been going on for a while, you know, early 90s and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I've always get that when I go places. I, I remember uh, out in BC, uh, a couple of, uh, uh, like one of the guys uh, that was our, our buddy here, we used to do the boat cruise and stuff. So he has since uh, moved to uh, Vancouver for years now. And he was uh, doing, um, some of the stuff that he did, he did here in Winnipeg, like putting on boat crews out there and all that. And he would uh, invite me to come guest DJ out there and all that. And when we get together and put something like that on, like I remember one year went went there in, in the, in the 96, 97, and went to guest DJ in a boat out there, a big ship, a party. Yeah. And half the crowd was from Winnipeg. It was people who was from me and they find out about the winnipeg connection and it was such a a good thing for them because at the time bc didn't even have that they have a few guys out there i mean yeah. uh, i i spent some time out there and i remember when the rascals started and stuff i remember i used to hang out with those guys on the beach on kids beach back in the day when they were just getting started and even when they get started before they had a name we invite them here to do shows with us a couple of times and all that but I uh, I remember all those guys was on the boat cruise and they were like, this is the way you guys used to do in Winnipeg. And you go, we've been doing this for years, years. So <laughs> it, we had a rich culture of hip hop, R&B and funk in Winnipeg. We didn't just start it yeah. in the 90s or stuff like that. We've been, you know, so, yeah, there's if you, if the people out there that comes here or check out or really uh, check out hip hop culture in in as as they do their homework and see, they know that uh, and was for a while. It didn't just start it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's cool. It's cool too. It's cool to know that that Winnipeg has has had that that length of time um, with hip hop and with all these other genres as well. Because uh, again, I, I keep going back to what you said earlier about it being known as a rock and roll city, and I think that we have that reputation because there have been so many rock bands that came out of here. Right, but it, yeah, it's so cool to, that there's there's so many other genres. I mean, not just hip hop. There's so much stuff happening yeah. below the surface. Oh yeah, the the, the and and yeah, like the uh, the electronic uh, yeah. house music yeah. scene, like yeah, with those. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's it, tons of music come out of the Winnipeg here, man. And I and I give credits to all other people. Like I mean, I, I want to drop some names. Sure. I, I should mention the uh, the the first rap group, um, the Vicious Street. That's the group we had at uh, the first Black Arama um, Reggae Festival, and they um, they uh, a decent show. They you know back in the day our rap a rap show started with not just the rappers but you have the dancers and the djs and you know yeah the b the b-boy e-girls doing their stuff we have all of that you know those guys on stage doing their thing you have b-boy and b-girls on the side of the stage doing their stuff and all that and you know we have group like uh um hard edge posse they were a a, a group that was a pretty uh like they were around from 1990 because when we had the first big hip-hop show come here it wasn't the first big hip-hop show but i would give it considering now the people from that show is big and famous now okay. which is dj jazzy jeff from the fresh Prince. yeah but they were one of the big group that came here back in the 90s and hard edge posse opened up for them at convention center cool. and it was it was a big important uh hip-hop show for us for us all in Winnipeg here to get shows like that. Cause right after that, it opened the door for like crisscross came here. There's uh, um, ice T 
T and, and Everlast and all those guys yeah. back in the day. And uh, and we see it opened the door for a lot of hip hop shows to come in here and give uh, Winnipeg guys or uh, artists from here even more motivation to get going with this hip hop thing, get the music going and all that. And so uh, that was a good time for us in the early uh, 90s to the mid 90s. And yeah. and, uh, and and hip hop opened up quite a bit then. And I think when we were getting a lot of those shows too, some of those shows skipped over other cities, uh, didn't get those shows. and But they do heard about and was wondering why Winnipeg is getting these hip hop shows. Well, that was part of it because the hip hop community year was shows here because we were doing so good with hip-hop yeah and I, I had friends from edmonton and stuff would flew in for some of those shows because they would be like we would we don't have nothing like this here and all that and then when they see some of the guys who open up like they were like oh hard edge posse wow we didn't even know about these guys man these and they, those guys put on a good show they give dj jazz and jeff and fresh prince a good run because cool. you know they had the same work they had the same everything they had the dancers uh, both female and male dancers they have the rapper they have the dj and they have uh, uh the uh, live uh, uh music well you know they had uh, tommy gunn was one of the guy in there's music genius and he he does the beat live while oh, cool. the show was going. Yeah, you know, so it was, uh, it wasn't no some, some little open up act show. Yeah. They put on it, so, you know. So, yeah, we 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 have it here for a while and people, like, pe- some people notice. And um, I like, uh, yeah, I, I say I want to drop some name, like another group called State of Mind. They were in the CBC piece. Okay. Uh, uh, some high school guys from Sisler and they put together a group. And they put out uh, like a back then it was a CD, uh, another CD, a uh, cassette tape yep. of the old Rodney King um, situation back then when Rodney King got beat up by the police and uh, social injustice thing. Yeah. So they put they 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 put out a a, a, a cassette tape at that time, and um, it was like uh, uh, one of the first, I guess, sort of release cassette release uh record i i'm not sure if anybody had put anything maybe might be a couple of local cd was yeah peanuts and corn guys probably had yeah. something out by then and all that but it was one of the first groups out there um uh, my buddy from State of Mind, DJ Escalade, he's still around. He's still dabbling in a little bit, but you know they take a back step for a while. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, he, he, they could have done good if he had kept up with it, but they they kind of backed out a little bit. But yeah, they were one of the first ones who, who uh, released uh, 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 something chua, uh, 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 like a local label and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, how much of that old stuff from that era is still around? Because, I mean, I think that's maybe one of the biggest um, roadblocks to, to people getting into it is that they don't, they don't, they can't hear it, right? Whereas yeah, the stuff yeah, later on, it's more thing. available. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of the early stuff too. Like, I mean, I took a lot of stuff for granted. Like I, I didn't, you know, take it to the next level, go to the studio or whatever. I might record a few stuff on cassette tape and have them somewhere and all that. Yeah. But we never did. You know, at the time, too, the thing that we do, we weren't looking like, oh, we're going to make big money in this or nothing like that. It was just something we love, and and this is what we were doing. So we didn't put no business mind behind it and say, let's capitalize on it. Yeah. Man, I wish I could do it over again. <laughs> Man, I know what we could have if we did. But, yeah, so a lot of that stuff gets skipped over because it wasn't recorded. It wasn't, you know, I mean, I have some videotapes here. If I dig up stuff, I could find some good performance and stuff. And when I do, I try to, you know, yeah. uh, put it out on Facebook or whatever. But other than that, yeah, it, a lot of the stuff got skipped over because it's not, it wasn't really recorded and all that. But, you know, I did hooked up with a, a, a master musician from here named Jay Willman. And we did a song called Main Street. And he, we did the video for it. And it's our own local. We did it for fun. We wasn't even doing it. We tried to get it on Much Music. Too. Yeah. And we did send it a copy. Actually, I gave a copy to Master T in his hand. They never get to hear it, though. But, you know, we were playing it a lot on our show, Spotlight Show.
that second verse one time. We had uh, his band was called J Style. We do little shows like the University of Winnipeg and whatever clubs that could would take us and stuff like that. So it was in the club scene year a bit, the club that did allow it. Yeah. Our university. So you could always find some kind of a hip hop show around here. You know, I mean, I have friends that came in from out of town and and like i had friends visit visit me from atlanta and stuff like that and they go hey is there any hip-hop around here and i'll be like yeah i could take you somewhere where you can hear some of this and they'd be surprised you know because they're not expecting that yeah know, yeah yeah you know but yeah it, the music was always there but it got yeah it got passed over because we didn't dig deep and dig our heels in Let's record this. Let's put this in wax or whatever. But, you know, I'm glad those guys, Peanut and Corns, did it. Yeah. They wanted the, the master to say, hey, let's turn this into a business and let's, you know, have fun doing it. Yeah. But the, the earlier ones, like even even MC Taco was uh, MC Taco, a.k.a. TKO, when yeah. he recorded his, his, his CD. Yeah, he sort of changed the name. On the show, he was known as MC Taco. So even when he got the first June nomination for a CD, I mean, that was a good opening for him, but he didn't follow up on it. I mean, to get a Juno nomination, a nod for Juno. Yeah, it's a big deal. He kind of just fall off after that. And I I would have followed up on it. But yeah, all those opportunities we missed to take it to the next level. Like, I mean, what's bigger than a, the Juno nomination? It's huge. Yeah. And he didn't follow up and he just dropped out the scene. I don't know why, but yeah, that would have opened up the door if, if he had tried, say, the next year. It didn't even win it. Yeah. And that's why I big up people like Fresh IE for taking it to the next level and all that too. And and all the people that take level, take it to the next level. So we have this music here. But yeah, a lot of those early stuff, man, I wish I could do over <laughs> without some damn good music, some early hip hop music from Winnipeg. I bet it was great. Yeah. Uh, so for, for, for that being said, though, if someone wants to um, research Winnipeg rap history, if someone wants to look into the, the kind of uh, depth of stuff that we have here, what's the best way to do it when there's not a lot of things recorded? Like, where would you sort of point them in what direction to check out some of this early stuff that that might still be floating around somewhere um yeah i put up as much as i can on on what what i can find on facebook um but some of the veteran even even if they don't have a record or whatever they know the story yeah and i've seen you i've seen you talk to a lot of the veteran who's been doing it and they drop some names and all that because they do their research and they know like all those guys 
and corn guys totally respect them because uh, they came to me and they said i remember watching you guys on television back then and uh, i i did find like one time i find a video of uh of uh farm fresh yeah and i and i and i said why are you guys keeping this i go i find a video you guys can i post it man i didn't even know about this and they were like go ahead and i posted and got lots of like and i was so we are reserved we hold things back because those guys had that and it was like it was just priceless I was, yeah. when i found it, i was like man and you guys did just when way back and we didn't know about it yeah we were i think we were more we were just more reserved with our stuff we didn't you know we didn't show off we didn't say hey this is us and all that but we should have that attitude we should have said hey this is what we're doing and we're proud of it and this is what we do and we got our own style here too you know we don't mimic nobody for sure oh no here um, they they just take it from this point. There's a lot of a group here that does song about Winnipeg, and it's always been that way, and it still is like that. I notice all the, even the new guys now. Yeah, they 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 rep the city real good, but we don't rep it enough outside of the city. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. So that's the next step, I guess. Right? Is getting getting the the current. Uh, crop of rap artists and rap fans and, and everyone to sort of find a way to push it to the next level and get it outside of Winnipeg because I think you're right it's very beloved here and, and people do the research and they know the some of the pioneers and the veterans but yeah it's just the, that next step of breaking through Winnipeg is is I guess always the hard part for anything in Winnipeg because we're so we're small and isolated and people forget about us when it comes to big cities in Canada like Toronto or Vancouver right yeah yeah for sure yeah, and and there's some people around us trying to get it out. Um, um, there's a, a, a couple of people contact, but you're doing this too. Like you know, you help getting it out and stuff like that. I've I've, I've seen a few of your stuff, and you do such a good job on oh, this. And I'm glad uh, somebody. I've always wanted to do it, but I could never find the time. And I got so much things to go through to do it. I'd have to get together with you know people like you or you know who who, who put together. Uh, a history of uh, of timeline and stuff like that. There's a, there's another dude. Um, um, what's his name? Webb. Uh, what's his name? He is he, doing. Uh, uh, he's doing the uh, book, right? Piece. Huh? The guy doing the book? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think he said. I think he said it's an oral book, but I think he should do a written one as well, or even. I, I'm I'm gonna talk to him about doing a documentary or or get some people. You know, and if you're interested, and we could all get together and do something, and do some kind of a documentary. It sounds cool. You know, well, there's stuff around like um, all the groups and all some of the guys them um, back in the days. They have they have little bits of pieces of this, whether it's a CD or a, yeah. a cassette or a couple of pictures and stuff. You know, we can put together a good documentary of the the, the early stuff of the Winnipeg stuff, you know, Manitoba stuff. And get it out there too, and we need to do that, man. We need to do that definitely. Yeah. So it's just I'm a matter of getting, work. a matter of collecting it, and and having the time and yeah. the the patience to lift, sort through all that, and and, and for sure, get the word out. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah, and I'm glad you you, you are bringing it out because it, it definitely needs to bring it out, man. It's an important part of the music scene uh, here in Winnipeg. Yeah. You know, yeah, definitely. Well, I'm glad there's guys like you too who were there at the beginning and, and who have these stories and have the uh, the names of the artists and the names of the songs even if they weren't recorded you remember them and you remember you know you have some footage and some photos and things like that and that really helps fill in the gaps I think because I mean you know I'm almost 40 so I, I miss that era I was too young or I wasn't even born yeah. yet for part of that but like you know the, 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 the yeah, fact yeah. that there's guys like you out yeah. there who have that knowledge that's it's important yeah yeah definitely and I want to get it out and it's slowly getting out you know um Thanks to some of the social media, yeah, I, I, I put up uh, stuff. It's just I I got tons of stuff that I still need to go to. I just can't find the time because you know just doing so much. But when I can and when I find something, I put it out. But yeah, there's uh, uh and and some of those people are still around dabbling in it. They're either in the scene, the back scene, in the back, or or they mentoring somebody new or whatever. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, it's still going on strong. Like, you know, like, you know, big up to Fresh IU who's been there and, you know, still doing it, still grinding away, you know. And I saw you interview uh, Bazooka the other yeah, day. Yeah. And people like that still, I'm glad he's still, you know, some of the guys that fade away, but they're coming back to it and all that. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
kick it. Yeah. Check, 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 check it out. Jazzy Jeff, my DJ Busy J is gonna scratch it like this. This is how it should be. 